What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. A celebratory night in downtown Phoenix. Saturday night, March 2nd, 3-2. Celebrating Amari Stoudemire finally going into the ring of honor. Stat, standing tall and talented. A halftime ceremony to elect one of the greatest sons and most ferocious dunkers into their ring of honor. About time. I think we can all agree. Unfortunately, these sons, the 2023-2024 sons, did not stand tall, did not stand talented. Matthew, for the second time, In just over a week, they lose to the Houston Rockets. And this one's a little bit more devastating than the one before it, as Yusuf Nurkic and Devin Booker both leave injured. Yeah, it's brutal. I mean, the way they came out tonight, it just looked bad. Even from the start, like beginning pregame, shoot around, there's a different kind of atmosphere out here. Like when Marion was retired, that whole day was like such a celebration. There was just an eerie feeling here tonight. When Book came out, he looked grumpy as hell. KD couldn't get a shot to go down really. It just didn't feel right. And, of course, like you said, with Nurk getting hurt with the neck spasms, with what happened to Book and then Bill getting ejected, it's like, what the fuck? Um, I think uh, I forget who put it on Twitter, but this is probably the worst game that I've ever been to, <laughs> on, especially on a Saturday night. You know, I should be out celebrating and drinking with everybody, right, on a Saturday night? Is that what I'm supposed to be doing? <laughs> I think so. I think that's how it goes. And, yeah, it's a Saturday night. The Suns go down 19 points in the first quarter. 38 to 19 right out of the the gate and it's an instant deflation and it kind of feels like it's a rite of passage for anybody who joins the ring of honor if you join the ring of honor for the phoenix suns the team will let you down did it on the night that they played uh or put sean marion into the ring of honor and again here tonight. So just an unfortunate loss that we're going to break down here on the Suns Jam Session podcast. Make sure you subscribe, rate, review, click the thumbs up button. Uh, welcome to your therapy session, Jamsters. We're here for you. So uh, Matthew's obviously, he's down there at the Footprint Center. You can give us all the skinny of all of what was going on around Amari Stoudemire being uh, inducted into the Suns Ring of Honor. I'm excited to hear who was in the arena and who you got to see. Uh, but obviously, we're going to have to talk about this shit game, too. So crack them if you got them, Suns fans. You can follow me at Darth Void. You can follow him at Matthew Lissy. And you can follow the show at Suns Jam. And read my writing on brightsideofthesun.com. So without further ado, let's drop that beat. to 109 Phoenix Suns lose at the hands of the Houston Rockets a team that entered on a nine game road losing streak a team with the second worst record in the NBA on the road and the Phoenix Suns lose to him so brings me to my first question Oi Matty mate I've got to ask Matthew, I gotta ask, why? Just why? 
Um, and, you know, I was actually not watching when it happened. Uh, something that we never want to see happen to any of our stars or any of our players, let alone book. Um, but, you know, I had to see the replay because I had my head down. I was finishing up the Amari Stoudemire recap of the night, and I heard next to me, oh, my God. And everyone in the crowd started to leave after the, oh, my God. They started to hit the, hit the exits because Booker went down, and I was like, this is it. Him getting up and lifting off the court the way he did, I felt so bad for him, man. You know, I, I really do. You know, I think that we've always felt bad for dealing his injuries and stuff. But this season really comes down to obviously the last 23 games, 24 games of this, these guys getting together and getting things straight. With Bill being back, you're like, okay, well, here we go. This is a good start, right? We can maybe cream, or I don't know if you want to say cream, but kill the Rockets and mm-hmm. put them away easily. He didn't start out that way. But then with Booker going down and Bill being ejected, and Kevin Durant left out there when he's just in a slump. This is just not where you want to be right now as a Suns fan or a Suns organization, right? Yeah, and even before that, I mean, Booker goes down uh, and leaves with the injury with under two minutes left in this game. And at that point in the game, when he essentially was guarding, I think it was Jalen Green, after the Suns, unfortunately, once again, gave up an offensive rebound that allowed another possession at a key point in the game. Uh, he was guarding Jalen Green, and he was backing up, and he twisted his ankle, stepping on the ankle of Royce O'Neal. Uh, so just avoidable in every sense of the word. But also, when Devin Booker goes down uh, and has to leave the game, the Suns are down by, I think, six at that point um, with under two, or maybe it was it was eight at that point. Um, and it was over. It was over, and it started from the beginning of this game, there's one phrase that came to mind and it was at the beginning of the year when Frank Vogel took the reins of the Suns, and he said, we're going to play and we're going to be scrappy as hell. That's the culture that he wanted to infuse into the Valley, a scrappy culture. The Suns aren't scrappy in any sense of the word. The Rockets are a scrappy team. We've seen this team three out of our last four games. And the best way to describe them, in my opinion, is that way, is scrappy. They're a team that is going to pressure you on defense, be physical, bump you off your spots. Do they get called for fouls? Yeah. But it's, it's as Eddie Johnson said on the broadcast today, the thought process of head coach Emi Adoka is you can't call every foul, so we will hand check. We will push you off your spot. We will play with that edge, that scrappy edge, if you will. The Suns don't have an edge to them, and it's been a problem throughout the entire season. And now, again, going into the hardest schedule remaining, we finally get Bradley Beal back, and then Nurkic goes out due to friendly fire, And Devin Booker goes out due to friendly fire. Nothing's aligning. Nothing's coming together for this team. And you add to the fact that they don't play with an edge or any scrappiness. And the hope meter, if you were to have a hope meter, it's starting to to go in from green to, to red pretty quick, Matthew. Yeah, but even with Beal coming back, my hope for this team wasn't very high. I just... I don't feel it, obviously. I mean, last game, you know, the way they almost flew that game was pretty sad. The way they came out firing with the first quarter book was there, but then letting up the lead basically towards the end of the game where it made it a close game, that was really hard to watch. So 
you're always thinking with this team, you're like, what are they going to really pick it up? Are they going to find that juice that they need? Like, can they just turn it on? Um, obviously not they're missing players, but even going into tonight, you know, it just kind of looked like it was chaos again. But with a guy returning in deal, you kind of feel like it would be. Uh, but what is this? What is this arena built on? Like, what sacred burial ground is this arena built on? Like, it has to be something like that. It just it has to be. There's no other explanation. Just because it's like we finally got these guys to come to Phoenix, these superstars. Not saying I'm a big fan of Bill yet because I haven't seen anything consistent yet. But it's like we have the team that we've always wanted, right? To win a championship and just pulled apart. Every chance that these demons, these ghosts have a chance to really just throw their bad juju at the sun, they're just they're doing it. And I'm kind of sick of it and fed of it. We got to get some priests in here, something to... There's some oil, or not oil, <laughs> some holy water around, right? <laughs> some yeah, ha have them put some oil and then just light the whole place on fire and then rebuild somewhere else because that's essentially what you're going to have to do to exercise the demons. We need Kyrie Irving there going around burning incense throughout the arena or something to help get rid of the demons that the Phoenix Suns carry with them because I feel your pain, and I think that all Phoenix Suns fans do, especially on a night like tonight where it's Saturday night. You know, we're all excited to see what Phoenix can do uh, and extend their winning streak to three, knowing that Oklahoma City comes to town tomorrow and the rough stretch really ramps up after tonight. I mean, you look at the Suns' schedule coming out of the All-Star break, and you're like, okay, we have Dallas, and then we've got Houston. And then we've got LA and then we've got Houston. We've got Houston and then it gets tough. Then we have OKC. Then we have Toronto. Then we have Boston, you know, and then we have to play Boston again a couple games later. And then there's the Bucks, and it just, it just gets harder and harder. It's like going through mortal combat and you're going level up, level up in the first, and you're just like, you're trying to get to the guy, whatever. I forget his name. And I know one of the Jamesers will correct me. Uh, the guy with like Boral. eight arms. Yes. Yes. Boral. Boral yeah, you know, and you're just trying to get to him at the very end. And the Suns, like for some reason, they're leveling up, but they're losing every time they level up. Every time we get to another level, like we lose something else and we lose something else. It's just uh, it's unfortunate to see. It's depressing as a Suns fan because you, you've allowed yourself to get invested again and hyped. And one of the most frustrating things for me is on consecutive nights, you know, or, or in consecutive games. We've watched an opposing player just outplay all of our big three. Jalen Green on Thursday night and Jalen Green tonight, he had 35, I believe, on Thursday night. He had 34 tonight. And at will was going out there and scoring when he went when he wanted to, hitting big three pointers. Uh his ability to get under Bradley Beal's skin just enough got Bradley Beal ejected in this game. And it's something that I did when I wrote the preview and the obviously the post game for Bright Side of the Sun. And there's one section that we always have in there, and it's a key to the Sun's victory. And my one word was composure. You have to stay composed tonight because this is a team. It's like a playoff series. You've played this team three out of four games. So there's little nuances of the game. There's that one guy who's out there and he's just sets hard screens on you every time. And you know what? You might be fed up with it after three times in four games and you might push back a little bit. And Bradley Beal didn't really have that because he's been out the last two games against this team, but goes out there tonight. Let's Jalen green, get under his skin on an inbound pass. Jalen pushes him and then he pushes him right in the face and he's gone. And 
it's unfortunate because Beal was one of the efficient offensive players tonight before he was tossed in the third quarter. And based on the way that the Suns had some runs in them, we definitely could have used him. But he was uncomposed. Uh, and the scrappiness of the Rockets won out again. Yeah, it kind of started when uh, um, Draymond Green was going after Nurk. When they were going back and forth in that whole scuffle thing. The last game they played where Nurk kind of fed into it. Nurk was like going hard at him, you know, doing the too small, slapping the floor. Yeah. It was fun at the time, but it took him out of the game. Like he just could not respond after that was happening. And you can even see like Draymond Green and Chris Paul on the sideline just sitting there like, yeah, this guy doesn't know. What he's doing. He can't match that. That's Draymond's game, right? But we've always seen the Suns, especially Devin Booker, get too, too into it, too into his own head. And he's been better of that of late. The last few years he really has. But the Suns, especially with like a young team in the Rockets, it just doesn't look good to me. Even like the, the fight with Book and Cam, like it's cool when they talk about it. You know, that's part of the game. That's part of them. You know, the, the competition. It's nice to see. It's okay. But this, this Rockets team shouldn't even deserve that. You know, it, I don't know if that's rude for me to say, but I really obviously think that the Suns are a better team. Well, now without all of our, all of our stars playing, we didn't have the team to finish. That should have beat the Rockets. But we're not that kind of team. We should be beyond that. We should be focused on that. We should just be t- uh, taking care of business, right? We used to say that all the time in the pod. I don't know if it's been it's been a while, right? The TCOB. Sun took TCOB tonight, but it wasn't a thing because they did get in their own head. And I know Beal was, you know, he was going off in the third and stuff like that. Um, but like Beal Booker and of course Kevin Durant going through a slump, they're just not them yet. And I know Beal's been out, but they're just not there yet. So they need to focus on that, getting back to who they were before the All-Star break when they went on that winning streak. Get back to that, then I guess you can toy around with these teams. But they losing to this team by twenty points at one time in the first in the first quarter, first half. It's just you you, you can't you can't like egg this team on because it's going to end up in the way this night. Tired of defending it. That's one of my biggest challenges. Is when you have conversations, uh, whether it's with friends or coworkers or uh, on social media and. It's easy to be negative. We all know that. And a lot of people are drawn instantly to the negativity. And that's where they'll go. And that's the block that they live on is negativity lane. But this feeds the flames. And I can sit there. And although I don't think that this is a championship team, I think that this is a team that has the potential to make a deep playoff run. And I'm tired of defending that because... I'm not even sure of that anymore. I mean, I can totally see a second round exit from this team uh, because of a lot of the issues that we've seen as of late. Uh, A team that just, again, lacks scrappiness, lacks tenacity, lacks effort, lacks the ability to defend, uh, thinks that they can turn it on, thinks because you have a big three for some reason. And that's, again, that's obviously an outside observation versus their actual thoughts. They don't sit around and go, dude, we could turn it on whenever we want. Right? Like, yeah. But it appears that way because that's the way that they play is they just take possessions and, and stretches of the game off. I mean, that first quarter was abysmal, abysmal. Uh, and, and part of that is because they couldn't hit the three ball. They were what one of seven, I think from three in the first quarter. Uh, part of it's because they don't rebound well and, it was one and done possessions. And the part of it is they have a hard time defending quick teams. And when you play that way, you're going to let the Rockets do what they like to do. And that's get out and run. And that's what they did. And they ran the Suns off the court in that first quarter, 38 to 19. They allowed 38 points in the first quarter of the fucking Rockets. Like, you know, yeah, they fought back and they got within one point. It was 99 to 98. 
Okay. And then the Rockets close the game on like a 19 to 10 run and win by nine, right? We never should have been in the game period just because of the lack of effort in the first quarter. And it's it's like this the sheer lack of focus or the sheer thinking that an opposing team like a hungry Rockets team is just going to come out and not be aggressive or not play physical, which they have over the last few meetings. And again, it's just this, uh, I'm tired of defending the way that this team plays night in and night out because they can go out and for stretches, they can look like an unstoppable team with this amazing offense. And at times a locked in defense and then they lose boneheaded games like two to the Spurs early in the season. We've lost now two to the Rockets. Uh, You go down the line and you look at some of the teams in the NBA that they've lost to and it gets kind of kind of ridiculous losing to the Nets, which is an 11 seed. They've done that. Um, Portland. I mean, it's just it's it's embarrassing the way that the Suns. Uh, have put themselves in this precarious situation moving forward because with this loss, obviously they dropped from the five to the six seed. They are now 35 and 25. Uh, they're a game and or they're a half game above the Kings in for the play in. And the Lakers are the 10th seed and they're three games behind the Suns. And again, going into literally the hardest schedule left in the NBA, this team is a play in team. And here it is. It's it's March 2nd. I'm going to remember myself saying this. Amari Stoudemire Day. It's. I think that this team's a playing team. I don't see how they maintain and get a, a sixth or a fifth seed. Do you? No, absolutely not. Not even like the, the Booker thing, of course, you know, sets that back. And you don't believe in this team. They really kind of move up in the standings now just because the way it looked and the way he hobbled off, you know, it's going to be a week or two. And that's going to kill mm-hmm. the Suns because it's all about if you're going to if you're going to fall into the in the play in. It's fine. Maybe you can get some juice from that. But the teams you're going to have to face, like we're going to face tomorrow night, Oklahoma City and the Denver Nuggets or even the Wolves, teams that are really gelled, that are just another level than the Phoenix Suns. Even mm-hmm. if the Suns had a couple weeks with this team in full strength, health, you might see some glimpses. But there are just some characteristics with this team, especially with Buell, where it just doesn't rub me the right way. You know, of course, I always go off my feelings and I don't really back it up with stats. You know, in the third quarter, of course, he kind of went off. And he kind of led his team back into things until Book got back. But I just – there's just something with him and his attitude with the game. And I know he's been hurt and stuff, but it's something on the floor with him being physical. It's not leading to plus plays. I just feel like his physical play, getting to the rim and stuff, it's cool. But he has the hardest time finishing. So I just feel like based on that, with him not being able to finish, it's like there's like that hope in me. I'm like, okay, maybe he can turn it on to where he can get to the rim and finish and get those fouls and ones that can help turn these games around to where you can take over and get the Suns going on runs. Like, that's what you want to look forward to. And the whole Suns team, I'm looking at it the same way. It's like that hope. It's like, can they actually turn on? Can we count on Kevin Durant? Can we count on Booker to stay healthy? Can we count on what we found in Bowl Bowl to where he can contribute in games where tonight he should have probably been even more dominant, but he wasn't. Like, there's so many questions around the whole Suns team that you just you hope that they get turned on in a way. And it goes back to when like I was a Cowboys fan and every playoffs I'd be like, you know what, not even recently, but before I'd be like, you know, can they turn it on? Like, can they just flip a switch? Like, no, they are who they are. They're not mm-hmm. that good of a team. And I think we're finding out like who the Suns actually are. And of course, the injuries suck, but even before that happened, even before Beals getting thrown out, I felt that way walking into the arena. I'm like, this team is just not it. And I don't know if they can possibly turn it on. 
And I'm not here to actually sit here and hope for it. I just kind of believe this is it. And I think it's going to be a lost season and it sucks. And, and just really quick, the two year window, a lot of us are throwing around to where the Suns have two years. That's fine. But what are we supposed to do this off season? Like I, and that's what I'm, that's where I'm already looking at is the off season. Cause this is how bad this team is looking. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low, net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. This is your invitation to a masterclass in engineering and design. Your ticket to go from zero to 60 with the Lexus Performance Line. A feeling this dynamic is invite only. Fortunately, you're invited. Experience the exhilaration of the Lexus Performance Line and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event, now through April 1st. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. Yeah, and I know that there's not a lot of outs because like Bradley Beal is no trade clause because in my head, that's the the obvious move that Phoenix can make this offseason is you trade Beal for the sum of the parts and try to fortify your roster with some quality players instead of somebody who just doesn't play or when he does, he gets ejected. Uh, and obviously, I'm being extra harsh tonight because I, like many of you who are watching or listening, I'm, I'm really frustrated. I'm, uh, you know, again, I sacrificed my Saturday night for this shit. Like, come on, guys. Like, I'm excited. It's it's stat night, you know? Like, I'm, I'm wearing my Amari gear. I'm remembering all the great memories that we had with that team that broke our hearts. But I don't remember, at least during the, those Steve Nash runs, being concerned about the regular season like I have with this Phoenix team the past two seasons. And that's where I found myself as I was watching the highlights and seeing him dunk over all of a candy and, you know, from Stefan Marbury passing the ball to Steve Nash and seeing some of the old Sun players out there. I was thinking back to what it was like to be a Suns fan, which, which is nearly 20 years ago. You think about it next season, the 24, 25 season is 20 years since the seven seconds or less was born. That was the 04, 05 season. And I remember that once that team came together and, and opened the season 31 and four for the next three or four years, you knew we were winning, winning 50 plus games every season. The challenge wasn't the regular season. The challenge was the playoffs and the matchups you knew you were going to have to face. And with this Suns iteration, it's surviving the regular season last year and this year where the inconsistencies, obviously the injury uh, issues that they've had over both seasons now, but that has been the issue to where they don't put together those dominant stretches of basketball like the old sons used to do. And as a fan, I'm going to compare the two as players on the team. They're not going to look, think, or act in any, any way about that. They just got to go out and try to win the next game and try to win the next game. But it makes it frustrating. And again, uh, something I'm tired of defending because they don't have a consistent dominant gene in them. And then as you mentioned, I'm talking about all this taken in tonight's game. And then at the very end, Booker gets hurt. Like that is just the, the diarrhea on top of the shit sandwich that we had to eat tonight was after Nurkic goes out and they said next spasms. He got hit in the face by Josh Akogi as they were both kind of going for a rebound, um, stayed down on the court. Suns had a four on five possession where they had four. The Rockets had five. Uh, didn't convert, and finally he came off, went right to the locker room, didn't come back in the second half. Uh, Bradley Beal gets ejected in the third quarter. But then the way that 
Devin Booker goes down and you see him tweak that ankle, you're just like, great. Like you said, Matthew, great. This is going to be two more weeks. Like we just get Beal back. It's like tag, you're it now. You're going to be out for the next two weeks. And we're going to, you know, which is four, five, six games. And there's just not enough time. That's my frustration. There's not enough time. We've been playing this game all season long. It's the same game we played last season, isn't it, dude? Where it's like, okay, if they just get a little bit more time together, it's going to start to have, they just got to get a little bit more time together. And then like tonight we're sitting there and the only hope that we have for this team to win is if two of your stars just go off because no one else can assist. Right. Just like the playoffs last year. Yeah, no, it's exactly like that. And even like you're we talking, comparing the two sons like 20 years ago to now, like, yeah, they were dominant. And like, even when we went on our win streak, you know, the fourth quarter was an issue. So we've always had our issues and we can never show up to where we're just like, oh, this is it, right? I think maybe there was a couple games here and there this season, but that's just, it's just not the case in, um, where it's consistent. And it's okay. Like it's the NBA. There are injuries, right? Players are going to miss games, but we haven't had this team together for the two or three years that a lot of these other teams have had, right? I mean, in the West, like the Thunder, the Wolves, um, they've been together for a while, man. Like those teams, uh, they know each other, right? The Nuggets, that's what we just don't have. Like we have so many new moving parts where it's just going to make it so difficult. We have to really speed up the pace when these guys get back. And it's, it's hard to be so negative because you should be appreciative of course of the players on the floor and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But it's just, you know, it's all about winning. It's all about, we just want a championship. I mentioned a couple pods ago where I'm like, it gets to a point where it's even like, and I don't ever want to do it. Is like, is book, is, is he going to have to be traders for this team to win? Like it seems to that point where it's just like, I don't care what has to happen. They have to make this work in some way. But then, of course, the injuries happen. And it doesn't matter because if the injuries happen, this team and this and Matt Ishbia, they're looking at it like, well, I know it happened, but we still don't look like a, a team that can win a championship based on what was on the floor, right? And I just – I don't know, man. It's just all over the place, kind of like tonight's game. That's where my mind's at. I, I'm with you too. And it's uh... – it's going to be interesting moving forward. That's all I got to really say about it. Um, I'm not like, I'll, I'll tell you, Jams is right now. Ain't going to be an hour pod tonight. I just don't have it in me tonight. You know, I want to talk a little bit about Amari's. Uh, no drops. No drops tonight. As soon as we hit the 10 minute mark and there was only the one drop, I'm like, it'll be a short night tonight. To no, Boss to no, over here. It's a no drop night. It's a no drop night. No I'll one had a good drop tonight. Early. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> um, but, but tell me about Amari's induction into the sun's ring of honor obviously this one happened at halftime versus post game uh the reason it happened post game for sean marion was due to the fact that it was a nationally televised game which was stupid uh they should have done it at halftime so tell me about what it was like in the arena before the game uh during halftime and whatnot um you know what honestly uh so i'm gonna be truthful here all right i i like i like sean marion's better I liked after the game. I know the fans left, but I mean, half the fans left. But other than that, like the whole experience was better. It was like a party. Like backstage, everyone was hanging out. Sean Marion was here early. He did the pregame press conference. It just got things really going. They lost that night. Of course, the fans were booing the Suns. <laughs> but the whole the whole actual ceremony, I liked it after. I, I did. I think at halftime, it was nice. But it's so short. Like, it's just so short. Everyone's kind of rushing things. Steve Natch comes up. I want to hear him joking around for about five minutes about shit. I just, I do. I want to hear yeah. some things about him and Stat going back to their days here in Phoenix. It's just so quick. Uh, I liked how when Marion did his, he had some time where he just couldn't hold in the tears. He had to walk around for a while. 
Like <laughs> I liked it. It was more emotional. It was nice. I enjoyed it better. Um, it was nice with uh with Amari here, but I didn't really feel it tonight, man. I mean, I there it was about the same. The same stars are the same old Suns legends that were here from Marion's. Were here for Amari's. Um, I didn't get to run into C Nash or anybody, obviously, but it just was kind of different. It just kind of felt like, uh, and this is not really correlating with what I'm writing for Brightside for tomorrow, but I, I just, I didn't. So I guess I'm a liar. I'm a fucking dirty, dirty filthy liar. Where, liar. <laughs> where it just, it just didn't feel like it tonight. And it wasn't just my mood right now. It's in the five moods night. It just, you couldn't feel it. it kind of felt separated, but it was good to see everyone here. Uh, number 32 is finally retired. Well-earned, well-deserved. Yes. Good to see Amari down there saying his thanks to the fans. Thanks to God. Thanks to everyone that helped him out. And uh, it's just cool to have him back in the house. I know he was here last game, but him being here tonight and just be around it, it was cool. This was I liked Marion's night better. <laughs> well, where where does where does stat fall for you uh, with the old Suns big three, the seven seconds or less Suns? Like, how do you rank your favorites? Oh, okay, so Steve Nash, Amari, and then Sean Marion. Like yeah. I was th- I was thinking about this. And I'm like, man, that's that's tough. Uh, because I loved Sean Marion. Um, I love Steve Nash, but I loved having stat too, man, because stat was the first guy in the 2k era, right? Cause NBA 2k came out in 2k had Allen Iverson on it. And it was by 2k three or 2k four, whatever game it was where you could finally play like with Amari Stoudemire when he was a rookie. And man, I just remember, uh, 2003 is when I went into the military and I remember, I was supposed to go to the military on like a Friday uh, and like go down to MEPS downtown. And then they put you on a plane. They send you off to basic training. And I went down there. They're like, hey, we moved everything. You're actually going to go on Monday. So I had like one last weekend at home. And I'd already said goodbye to everybody. I'd already planned to leave. So it's not like I was like, hey, guys, I'm still here. So I literally just like sat at my mom's house for two days and just played NBA 2K. And I just played with Amari Stoudemire and and Sean uh, or uh, Stefan Marbury and just ran that pick and roll play over and over again. He was so much fun to play with on uh, NBA 2K. And I was the best player to play. He was, especially around the rim. Yeah. and so I think back and I go, you know what? I think if I was to rank them, it'd probably go Marion, Stat, Nash for me. You know, and, and it's, not, it's not like me saying Nash is my third favorite seven seconds or less son uh, takes away from my affection and gratefulness that I had for Steve Nash. But I just feel like I, I liked the other two players more. They were around before. I know that we drafted Nash, but he didn't, you know, he came back as an all-star. Uh, but it was great, to, as you mentioned, well-deserved, great win for Matt Ishbia, putting him again in the ring of honor, just like Sean Marion, the way it should be. Like when you look up at those uh, banners that are right behind you and our logo uh, is actually covering up. Um, there we go. You can see right behind Matthew. You, now you can see number 32 is up in the rafters behind him. Now it's like 24, 31, 32, 33, 34. Like if you want to wear the number 30 and then Kevin Durant's number 35, uh, so, I mean, if we win a championship, we'll put his number up there because he'll be a part of that, but it ain't going to be this year. Suns fans, tough shit. Um, I God, I hope I'm wrong. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. Well, I mean, we flip flop. That's all we do. So yeah, we'll I mean, be, we are, we'll, be, we'll we, be back. We'll have a chance. There'll be a pod in the future where we'll believe in this team. It's going to happen. This is and we'll definitely, be back here and then we'll be back up. This is definitely a reactionary podcast. <laughs> it I always am, is though. It has to be, right? Yeah, I mean that's what we do. We go live after we, every game. Yeah, I know, <laughs> and but we're we fans. Didn't, 
we've been through the losses where we're just like, it's okay that loss. It yeah, was a, it was an okay loss, and it, that would lead to even more disastrous losses. Would be even more upset. Well, tomorrow's going to be an, an OKC loss. I'll tell you that. Uh, so, were you hanging out on the subreddit <laughs> for Houston tonight? I was. Oh God. The Suns Jam Session subreddit stakeout. Matthew was in Houston tonight, uh, and uh, even at the arena. Oh, God, I hope security kicks uh, you out. Oh my God! Uh, let me just get my. Hurry up. Let me just do this really quick because you know they're gonna kick me out. <laughs> I was, uh, yeah, Mari's backstage, just like hitting on me. I was like, oh, come on. You know, I got work to do. I gotta be a subreddit. I gotta be the Reddit for Houston Rockets. So let me just do this really quick before anybody sees me, okay? <laughs> just no comments. Let me get through it because I'm going to be embarrassed as hell. Uh, Brad, Bradley Beal, Maddie got zero major career accolades. There's a lot of hate tonight for the Phoenix Suns. Yeah. Suns are a bunch of cunts, man. That one goes off now to the Australians. I know. I didn't want to say it because I don't like that word. Uh, Katie might ironically, oh, <laughs> unironically be the least bitch-made Suns starter, which is crazy to say. Booker is a bitch. Uh, Phoenix is a brothel. I don't know what that means, but I've done that. So, Bill's going to get his nose broken again if he's not careful. And uh, Luca's son is getting schooled by Cam, and that goes to Booker. So, that's that's all subreddit. I'm sorry, but people walking by. So, <laughs> the Sun's Jam Session subreddit stakeout. Yeah, that was worth it. That was 100% worth it. It was. You know, I'll get more comfortable as we go along. So that's the answers, all right? We're, <laughs> you know. So did, were the people looking at you as they, as you were walking by? They were walking no, by? They're, well, they're walking that way, so they're not looking in this way. But I just, I'm like, you know what? They take a peek. They're like, what the fuck is going on over there? Like, what the hell is that guy doing? Put, your, the... put your hands up, man. What, what else do you want to uh, talk about relative to this game tonight, Matthew? Uh, let me take a look. Anything worth it? I don't even know. I think Royce had a really good game, but I think that tech he had, uh, I, I don't know if it was deserved or not, but that kind of turned that run around. And yeah, so, uh, you know, Royce, good game tonight. Okogi's there. I mean, I think with, um, with, uh, Nurk being out, it's huge. And then you have Grayson Allen that just can't fill the statute tonight. Um, you know, what are you going to do? That's when we lose, right? When Nurk's not playing. So, oh, for five now. <laughs> Yeah, I agree. Uh, Royce, uh, he was the game changer. He had 20 points off the bench. I mean, he was absolutely fantastic. Um, and I got to say, Grayson, off game, I did see a little slander uh, relative to Grayson in the chat, and that's okay. I get it. When you go 0 for 7 from the field and 0 for 6 from beyond the arc, you're going to catch some bullets and some strays. And you know what? For all the great games he's had, I'm not going to put this one on him. I put this one pure and utterly on the – uh, lack of the Suns' ability to stay focused, to be scrappy, to play at the level of the Rockets, which just fucking sounds weird, to play at the Rockets' level, uh, to not turn the ball over. I think it was, what, 19 turnovers or some shit tonight. You know, it's just like same old Suns, man. They just shoot themselves in the foot. They're one of the most turnover-heavy teams. and Like, you just can't win that way. Uh They allowed, or they only shot 31% from beyond the arc. I mean... And an interesting stat, it's, it's something I'm going to be delving into probably later tonight. Uh, the Suns, 
were outshot again tonight. Like the, the Rockets had 96 field goal attempts and the Suns had 85. And it's just kind of, I, I feel like it's a, a continual thing where the Suns don't like the, the opposition just has more field goal attempts than Phoenix does. You know, I just, you look at their averages and the Suns average the 27th most field goal attempts in the league. Um, and when you turn the ball over the way that they do, they're 26th in turnovers. They, uh, you just, it's not a recipe for continual success. And I just don't know. It's like I said, I, it's, I'm just grumpy tonight on this one. This one just makes me kind of grumpy. And I'm sorry, Jamsters. I know I'm normally a little bit more chipper, but this one was just a kick right in the balls. Like I just down 19 in the first quarter. You're like, what the fuck, man? Like we got OKC tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And trap game, whatever. If this is a trap game, be better. Be better than the Suns. Be better. Well, who's you know? even going to be on the floor? Like well, t- the Suns tomorrow? Well, tomorrow, now nobody. But like tonight, it's if you want to say it's a trap game or that this team is thinking ahead or what have you, like you yeah. got to be better, man. Like go out there and fucking win. Win some fucking basketball games. Yeah, you're 35 and 25. You won 10 yeah. more, you know, than you've lost. And I get it. And the ups and downs of a regular season, I get it. I know all that stuff. I watch basketball every year. But the inconsistencies I see, it's just, it's ridiculous to me. It's just, I, I don't see, I don't see it. And I, gosh, I want to see it so bad. Yeah, uh, yeah just, uh, mm. I, I, I don't feel it. And I got to tell you, dude, but the book came out for shoot around. Rex Chapman went up to him right away because Goose was sitting sideline. And it was good yeah. to see Goose. It's so yeah. crazy. Like, I remember when I was like nine years old, I went to game, game works to go play some games and he was there with his kid. Here I am at the game taking a piss next to him. What the hell's going on? This doesn't make any sense. And Dreams come guy, true. Right? And so, with the basketball he, players, when they're next to you, it's like I don't want them. You know. I, did you? Did you hold it for him? No, I just gave him it's like, like mm-hmm. it's like right there. Right. <laughs> yeah, I'm like selfie time, Googs. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I don't, I don't even. But uh, so Booker came out. Rex Chapman went to him, and I was watching it. And he was telling everybody like Katie came over to say hi to Googs. But he was going over to them before and be like, hey, can you come over and take a picture with Googs and the kids? And Book was just not having it today. He was grumpy as fuck coming out of the tunnel. He was like, who? He's like, what? Who? He's like, yeah, it's fine. And he just was like, pissed off, man. Like, usually with Book, he's like grooving and he's coming out. You know what I mean? Smiling. Oh, yeah. The kids. Yeah. Some, some with the Jenners, dude. All right. But I just had to throw that out there, you know. Peeing next to these stars. Rex Chapman and Googs. You know, life is good. Yeah. Deep, deep sound when urine hits the the water and the. T- Jam star of the game. Matthew, who do you give the answer to? I'm gonna give it to Royce O'Neal. <laughs> I guess uh, for uh, you know having book step on him or whatever. I'll give it to KD tonight. I thought he had a really good game. Uh, ended with 30 total points. He was 11 of 19 from the field. Or 12, I'm sorry, 12 of 19 from the field. Uh, first time I've seen him have an efficient shooting night in quite some time. Nine rebounds, two assists. The six turnovers were fucking ugly. Uh, but that's just part of the game with with Kevin Durant is we just, we're going to get the turnovers. And it's just part of his game. And it's one thing we just kind of have to accept. But uh, it makes it frustrating. But yeah, he was you know only one of four from beyond the arc. But... Um, God, Royce O'Neal's a good choice. Twenty and yeah, ten, man, off the bench. Shit. Yeah, yeah. You know how- I'm changing mine. Royce O'Neal. 
Yeah, Royce killed it. I mean, he uh, he absolutely came in and started like two runs to get back in the game. And yeah, you know, it's such a bad game, and we're just sitting here and we're ending the pot early tonight. And then everyone in the chat's talking about farting. I guess there's people farting. It happens. Talking about don't don't say I farted. So I mean, this is how bad it's getting. Chance well, this podcast after the game. Rolls Royce will get his drop here. Yeah, yeah, bling bling bling. Rolls Royce, Rolls Royce, Rolls Royce, yeah, nigga, Rolls Royce. He earned it. He earned it on that. Jamsters will be coming to you live tomorrow, right after the game. Hopefully, it's a. Uh, well, I think the difference between today and tomorrow is I know we're going to lose tomorrow. So it's like I'll be in a different point of view and we'll just sit around and talk about how great OKC is because uh, I don't see us competing in that game. And anyway, if we can't fucking beat the Rockets, how the fuck are we going to go out there down two starters uh, and beat the fucking Oklahoma City Thunder? I don't see it happening. Do you, Matthew? I see Bobo and Chet going head to head. I want to see that. <laughs> I want to see what that looks like. Yeah, that's, that's what I look forward to every time. Like if, if we if we go into this the rest of the season where we're going to have games like this with injuries – I just want to see the length and build the take on whoever they have on the other side. That's what I'm looking forward to. Chet v. Bull Bull. Tune in tomorrow to the Suns game. Tune into the therapy session after right here. Make sure you subscribe, rate, review. You can follow me at Darth Void and read my writing at brightsideofthesun.com. You can follow Matthew. And also read his writing at Bright Side of the Sun. You can follow the Suns Jam Session podcast at Suns Jam, wherever you want to follow things. Do that. So, Matthew, tell everyone what they can do. Go home and love your goobs. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.